You know, it's funny, during the COVID pandemic, many of us have made our homes into makeshift offices. You know, I've been sitting at, at my office for, I don't know how long, for it's like 18 months now. And I, the, the question really for today is, could we actually turn our home into a place where we can both receive medical care perhaps, but also as an opportunity for prevention and public health interventions too, to prevent disease down the line. So let's discuss. I'm Beirouz, public health doctor here in the UK or preventive medicine physician. And my mission is to help you, the innovator, the entrepreneur, to create a healthier, happier world through your ventures. Uh, and I'm on day 52 of this 90-day challenge where I'm really highlighting the stories of entrepreneurs from all sorts of backgrounds, medical, but especially those from non-health backgrounds who, after a personal experience of their own or perhaps looking after a loved one, they, they feel this urge to pivot into the health sector as an entrepreneur. And, you know, if, it's not just that. I mean, you can go back and check the stories that I've been sharing. They do it in different business models, different topics, but that's one thing. It's the reason to get started, but also that inner kind of drive keeps you going to persist and keep with your mission through the, the hard times, especially. I've been there, my guest has been there too, and we'll delve into that. So if any of this does sound of interest, do check out the link in the description below where there's some free resources uh, to get you started and in, into the world of health. Quick disclaimer, although today's topic is really not about health issues, if we do talk about anything and you're concerned, please do speak with your licensed doctor. This is purely information education only. By the way, I've been waiting for this moment for over six months. I'm joined today by Stacy Ruth, who's Senior Vice President of Virtual Care at Best Buy Health. Stacy has been a, a very successful entrepreneur at big brands, including at Philips, as well as an entrepreneur at her own startup, Air Health, uh, whose mission I care deeply about, and we'll learn more about that today. But recently, she moved back into the world of entrepreneurship at Best Buy Health. So Stacy, very warm welcome. Thank you, I'm thrilled to be here. And I have also been anxiously waiting six months since we met each other first. I am so proud to be here, thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. And time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> Absolutely, and in no. a pandemic. I mean, whichever way you wanna look at it, having fun in a pandemic, it goes fast. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, before we talk about any of the work-related topics that we were planning on, I'd just love to know more about you, your story, and what really drives you, because, you know, yeah, just tell us more about you. Well, I, I've been around healthcare for a really long time. Um, I, I got in um, 1999, um, if you can believe it. Uh, I uh, was in the telecommunications industry, and I met my husband. Um, we both worked together at what would become AT&T, and I shifted over into healthcare. Pretty accidental. I just knew I had sales skill, decided I would, would sell, if you will. Um, fast forward 20 plus years, we're at 22 years now. Um, he and I are still rocking it and having a good time, but what, what else moves me is that I grew to love healthcare, um, both as an entrepreneur, which we'll talk about, um, then really felt um, purpose-driven uh, to start my own company, uh, and then looked for ways that I could continue to leverage that purpose, which is I wanna help millions of people be able to get the care that they need in their home. I wanna be involved in businesses and technologies that save lives. 
And so that has driven me well over a decade now. And that's what's brought me through from uh, being at Phillips to starting and launching and loving Air Health. And then the decision also to join uh, Best Buy Health to build a virtual care business from the ground up. I love it. Stacy. one thing that, you know, it's, it's perhaps more uh, common for those of us in the health sector is to be entrepreneurs to begin with. And many of us love to stay as entrepreneurs and, and this is absolutely great, but obviously as, as health professional, as sorry, apologies from entrepreneur side of things, I know, and we've highlighted stories of them in this 90 day challenge. Some of them actually transition, go back to school and train to become health practitioners, coaches, you know, some go to medical school. I was speaking the other day with a, a coach and who'd worked at Google in Silicon Valley and is now at medical school in, a, in Atlanta. So it's, it's, it's interesting. But what I love about you is the fact that you began as an entrepreneur. And I'm really curious. Let's go back to those days that you were at Philips. You know, what, what were you doing there and what led to you then transitioning from an entrepreneur to an entrepreneur? So we are around the 2014-2015 timeframe. And we really started to understand that wearables connected devices, sensors, were going to be able, they were already making a huge difference in a hospital, right? In the medical space. But those technologies we knew were making their way out of the hospital and toward the home. And so a collection of us came together, decided it was a space we wanted to tackle. We built a business plan. We built a funding plan and recommendation we took it to the board um, and was, we were successful um, in being able to launch a venture. So this venture eventually became a, a business, eventually launched products um, that are FDA cleared. Uh, and that journey was the beginning of it all for me, understanding that if there's an unmet need or an emerging spot of the market, and we feel like we understand the problem, we as people, not as a business, but we as people needed to decide there was something to be done and simply do it. And that's where it started in 2014-15 for me. 2014-15, interesting. That's around the time that actually my time with the CDC in Atlanta and looking at homes and asthma and COPD actually transitioned into training as a public health doctor in the UK. So it's around the same time. And actually, that's when I started understanding more about the role of wearables and digital health. So it's, it's, yeah, we're coinciding. I'm really curious then, what, what is Air Health all about? So we'll, before we talk about Best Buy, what's the problem you're solving and how do you go about doing that? So, um, so again, again, a bit opportunistic, um, Air Health was a company uh, that was originally founded by my co-founder, Dr. Jason Eichenholz. Um, he's a, a PhD uh, in laser, lasers and photonics. And he had come up with a very novel way to administer drugs with what we would call a nebulizer with some of the technology um, that he was building. So uh, when I left Philips, I was introduced to Jason, my co-founder, and he basically said, I've got a problem that I'm trying to solve and a technology I would really like for someone who understands health and understands business, how to launch this product into the market. That's how we were formed. I tell you that to say, um, there's some lessons there to learn. So anyone in the entrepreneurial space has been told at some point in time, 
it's not a product looking for a problem, but it's a problem that needs, uh, you know, that needs to be solved. And so even though those assets were there and that history was there, we started over at Air Health with what problem do we want to solve? And what we wanted to solve was to give the best respiratory care support that we could in the home. So that's the problem that we're solving at Air Health. We're looking for technologies around the respiratory space and how you bring together drug delivery, measurements, analytics, pull that all together in a uh, product or solution suite that allows us to address overall respiratory care in the home. That's really interesting. So that's actually, now that I hear more about it, it's very related to your current role. And, you know, now you've gone back into the world of entrepreneurship, uh, which is, which is interesting. And I'm glad you're doing, it. I mean, it's the same skill set, but it's, you know, it's, it's a bigger agenda actually, isn't it now? So um, just a personal story for those uh, who are watching or listening, you know, when I moved to the States to study about healthy homes, because I've grown up with asthma, but that didn't bother me so much. It was seeing a friend who died on one of his birthdays actually with an asthma attack as a, a student at the University of Leeds and it shocked me and I just felt like I need to devote my energy and, and skill set and more training into the world of how can we prevent this and I initially found out that you know it's we could be giving medication to, to people we could be teaching them how to use that medication very well too but if they're going back to their workplace to their home and they're still exposed to these um, things that could aggravate their asthma or maybe they're sometimes eating things that are aggravating their allergies and asthma you know what's the point of just giving them inhalers and nebulizers all the time so that was the role of my PhD. So I flew in. I remember the day. It was a warm September day. Flew in from Cyprus to Boston. And the first thing I had to do was go into Best Buy and purchase a laptop. And, and I had no idea what I was getting into. But for the next six years, I was learning, doing research with my doctorate at Harvard School of Public Health, learning all about healthy homes. And then after that, I got to learn about the role of technology, AI, blockchain in Cyprus and all sorts of other things and smart homes, smart cities. And this whole concept is just, I just love it. And so it's really, it's just phenomenal that I've got to connect with you and learn more about your work today. So really curious now, what, what are you doing at Best Buy Health and what's your long-term vision? So I'm launching a business um, somewhat from the ground up, building on capabilities, and I'll share more about that in just a moment. But basically we're building a virtual care business that brings a patient closer to their physician. As simple as that. Mm. We'll do that with curated devices. We'll do that with telehealth capabilities. We'll do that with companion applications. We'll do that with a robust health tech platform, machine learning and AI, and we will wrap what we're known for at Best Buy, services, right? Services that we have permission to bring into the home. We'll wrap all of that with services and bring a full suite of virtual care offerings to the market in the very near future. I can't wait to see Geek Squad or Med Squad all over this, by the way. <laughs> so I like um, it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Med Squad. So, you know, this is interesting. For those of you who are watching, listening, you know, um, there's so many opportunities here. So from a preventive public health hat on, 
this is a great way of, you know, delivering um, information, delivering services that keep people healthy at home. That's number one. So that's like primary prevention. The secondary prevention is how can we detect early signs of disease? Think about the pandemic, think about all sorts of other things, other opportunities, falls, you know, and older people, all these opportunities to detect and bring people into hospital earlier to get better care earlier for better outcomes. And then comes the, the added opportunity of, okay, someone's sick now, unfortunately, they have to go to hospital. But who doesn't want, I mean, my grandpa in his late 90s, just before he passed away, he wanted to go home. He wanted to be at home. Same with my dad. He didn't want to be under the care of, you know, oncology for the last moments of his life. He wanted care at home. So it's that opportunity of allowing people to be comfortable in surroundings that they know with their family. But also there's added benefits, aren't there? Because as soon as you're home, you have less risk of getting infections and hospital acquired infections. And it just costs less overall for everyone involved. So better health outcomes all around. So back to you, uh, Stacey. I'm really curious, where do you feel are the greatest areas of unmet need? So I'll take it back a little bit to, to air health and I'll give you just a statistic. Um, if you think about one disease condition, COPD, and you think about the more advanced that disease becomes or that compilation of conditions becomes, 22 million people in the US are hospitalized with COPD every year, okay? Think about, excuse me, have COPD, nearly, nearly 23 million people. Half of those people will go to the hospital every year. The likelihood is that a little bit over 2 million of those people will go back to the hospital after they've been there once. And then in many cases, it's a steady decline, right, of their health, their well-being. Mm -hmm. So where I think the biggest need is, it's to intervene in the home for the people who are not the worried well, not the people that are already in the bouncing back and forth but it's the people who are entering that state. Mm -hmm. So if I think about the, the unmet need, air health, same with Phillips, same with Best Buy, it's about understanding the place where you can have the biggest impact, where you can look for those outcomes to be improved, and of course, to deliver care at a lower cost. Now, if I that's very narrow. If I come out and I think about what problems would Best Buy solve. It's similar. However, we have some competencies and some capabilities that not many companies in this landscape have. So sometimes you might think, Best Buy, that's really interesting. I, I wonder what a health offering would look like. Okay. Think about the competencies of supply chain. Think about the logistics of how difficult it is to get the right piece of medical equipment into the home at the right time for the right individual. Think about the demographic profile of these people. We had, we made a very large acquisition of a company called Great Call. They sell and have always sold personal emergency response, okay? So that PERS business focused on seniors. So think about the competency we have, right? The logistics, the senior focus that we've had historically and now think about extending that into remote patient monitoring solutions for the home. So what is the biggest unmet need? It's being able to deliver care 
in the home as or before someone needs it. That's the biggest unmet need. It's identifying that population, it's risk stratifying that population, and it's being able to have the right solution at the right time delivered to them in their home. Mm. And I guess just two brief follow-up questions about that and your role with Best Buy. So do you feel, because obviously now with, with the lockdown and pandemic, and it depends where, which part of the world you're in and obviously what kind of work that you do, a lot of us are at home, but we're going to eventually have to go back to work and that's where we spend most of our daytime, right? So would you also be offering solutions for the workplace? So, so our primary focus, and it, and it is about being focused in the beginning, will be solutions that are looking at an individual in their home. So again, bringing that patient closer to their provider or, uh, and even their caregivers as well. But it's about that patient in the home. Makes sense. So it wouldn't mean that you wouldn't have channels that might reach an employer, as an example, right? Um, but as far as the solutions themselves, very targeted to care in the home. So I guess the, the other one that um, is, it's very topical at the moment with, with the pandemic, but I'm just curious, what kind of use cases could you see now as we look to a new world post pandemic, post COVID, where we're thinking about ventilation, we're thinking about sensors to, to detect bad air quality, for example, and moving forwards, thinking about uh, heat waves and climate emergency, all of, where, where do you see this going with, with Best Buy Health? Well, I think that, that I'll look industries at large before answering specific use cases for Best Buy Health, if you don't mind me just looking sure. a bit um, more broad. Um, but it really factors around those social determinants of health. So if we are going to enable right care in the home, you have to think about all the different pieces of, um, of a person's life where they might need care. Is it a medical device? Is it a, a companion or caregiver type of app that allows them to communicate with their caregiver? Is it a ride somewhere, a meal? What exactly is it that that person needs in order to feel like they're getting the appropriate level of care in the home? So now use cases will start to be born of that. Uh, I mentioned one use case and that's what I'm comfortable um, discussing is around remote patient monitoring. There's been a huge trend in the US. I'm not as familiar. Um, you might be able to educate me more about, um, about different parts of the world right now, but remote patient monitoring, being able to have your vital signs, continuous or not continuous, being able to, um, to have you interact you know, through telemedicine, through portals, through different um, telehealth solutions, and then being able to communicate that with your physician and have that information come back to you um, in terms of being able to help with changing care plan, et cetera. Um, that's somewhere we can see ourselves growing and being. And it's also something that we feel like is a very service rich type of offering that we will be able to lead the market with. I love it. Stacey, the, I, I love how you talked about social determinants of health and you know how, I, I, for those of you who might be watching or listening and know me by now, I talk about this, you know, 90% of our health is determined outside the clinical space. And so this is what Best Buy seems to be doing. You're taking 
clinical services and putting it into that 90% or, you know, at least where the home is to begin with. Um, so I, I love that. And again, going back to how I like to empower entrepreneurs from all sorts of backgrounds, not only to pivot into the healthcare sector, but also there's so many opportunities that they can improve the health and well-being, just like you, health and well-being of the population by dealing with problems in their own sectors. So there's so many opportunities, but what would be your top tips for, for those who might be interested in, in getting into uh, health in terms of entrepreneurship? So I would say um, on, being an entrepreneur, um, first of all, you don't need to have experience in health to be a health entrepreneur, okay? We are all, we all receive healthcare, right? We all uh, should be part of our own healthcare journey. So each of us has what it takes in us to understand the health environment. Okay, so give yourself that credit. That'd be my first piece of advice. The second, identify the problem that you're solving. Now, I always have a rule of thumb that it has to be a big and growing problem, but it also has to be a problem that's widely recognized. You know, want to, to go start a business where you're having to convince people that there's a problem to solve. So number one, it's about your problem set. Number two, um, can you pull together the assets, the technology, the people, the business model that can deliver the solve for that problem, right? The third is, can you be credible doing it, right? Is there enough credibility there that they'll take you seriously in the marketplace? And if not, how do you build that credibility? And the fourth is, how do you get paid? So ultimately, healthcare, although we say we all, we all need it, the goals are reduce costs and improve outcomes. And those are the things you get paid for. So don't be worried about coming into healthcare. It's a business, okay? The second piece is know your problem, right? The, the, the piece around it is um, credibility and how are you getting paid? That's the advice I would have. If you can solve for those things, you're on the right track to start a business in healthcare. Mm. And okay. I'm going to be watching this episode back later and taking lessons because I, I love how you just taught that. It's so simple at the end of the day, but it's so hard to implement, isn't it? I mean, um, I, I guess I, I don't want to take too much of your time today, but you've been sharing a lot of uh, gold dust, essentially, you know, with, with your story and experience. But is there anything you want to share, just final words for, for anyone watching, listening? I would say for anyone watching and listening, if you want to be part of the healthcare journey, step in. If you are a clinician that wants to develop products, find that company that you can go do that. If you are an entrepreneur and you wanna link up with entrepreneurs in a different company, don't be afraid to merge your companies together. Don't be afraid to lean in with another set of founders and solve a bigger problem. So what I would leave with is to say, if this is a space you want to be in, there's plenty of room for you here. If you want to change the seat that you're in, I've done it twice. Trust me, it will not kill you. 
<laughs> I changed the seat that I'm in. I'm on my third seat in the bus, right? And loving each one of them along the way hasn't been a moment that I that I didn't love. Um, but you have what it takes to change seats on the bus if that's what you want to do. And it's never a permanent decision. If you want to change bus seats on the bus again, you change seats on the bus again. So that would be my 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 words of wisdom to say you can do it. There's room for you here. I love it. I really love it. Thank you so much. I, those were words that I needed to hear today too, personally. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure, uh, you know, connecting with you, and and I can't wait to see what you do with Best Buy, but also how um, Air Health does you know i'm really really keen to see that um so thanks again for your time and for those of you watching listening do let us know if you have any questions and do connect with stacy her information is down in the description below and i'm uh, happy to see you again after the weekend so i'll see you all back on monday take care bye-bye thank you learn more at the entrepreneur's doctor www.entrepreneurs.doctor better health starts here